when you're thinking new thoughts and things start to change, happiness can be very short-lived. And this is something that's quite normal for us as women because deep down, we think that things need to be hard for them to work out. Welcome to the Thriving Mom Podcast, where we invite mothers and mothers at heart to think outside the conventional beliefs about motherhood, nutrition, and raising healthy kids. I'm your host, Uime Oguta, recovering perfectionist and non-diet nutrition counselor on a mission to help smart women like you find food and body freedom through intuitive eating, self-care, and mindful practices that will leave you kicking balance to the curb, stop surviving, and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Hello, mamas. Welcome to another podcast episode. How are you? I'm excited to be here. Funny enough, this is like the third time I've tried recording this podcast. Something weird is going on with my mic. So if it sounds weird, just bear with me. I wasn't going to try and be fancy. We're just going to get this done. So spring is kind of coming around where we live and the snow is melting. My kids are so excited and they're just itching to get outside and ride their bikes. But I'm like, you know what? Gotta wait a little bit for the ground to thaw well because we're in that weird in-between where like the snow melts and then it's freezing overnight. So then it's kind of like sharp and I don't want people falling down and scraping themselves and having to kiss boo-boos. So that's what's up here. Anyway, today I wanted to talk a little bit about something that has come up quite a bit in my community and in my clients and I thought it might be helpful for you too, was this idea of believing in the possibility of living a healthy life without dieting and food restrictions, and what happens when things start to feel like they're too good to be true. So if you're new here, this is the work that I do with my clients in my one-on-one program, Thrive. I coach them on all the things related to food and their bodies so that they can stop feeling preoccupied with food thoughts They can have peace and calm and mental space to do all the things they want to do in their lives, like going outside and playing with their kids and just being normal people. So one of the things we work together on is usually just on their belief that even having this healthy relationship with food and their body is possible for them. And sometimes it takes a while. Other people, it just like, happens right away and I remember a client recently asked me she was like is everyone always this confused by what's happening and I told her it depends so what she was experiencing is something that's completely normal you know when they start to experience breakthroughs in their relationship with food and body or even just think about any major change in your life you'll find yourself in on this high and you can't really describe what's happening so then if it's new it's that's the moment where it's so possible for you to fall into this trap of self-sabotage. And that's why I thought, you know, I want to talk about this and what you can do when things start to feel so good to be true so that you can stay on your brain and you can direct your brain and then you can still build on that momentum of your progress and create exceptional results and not self-sabotage. So I want to share a quote that I found. Um, It's by Nelson Mandela and it says, It always seems impossible until it's done. 
And I think this is so true for us when you're working on your relationship with food and your body. And, you know, like you really don't think it's possible. Like you kind of know you want to heal your relationship with food or your body, but you don't know what that looks like yet. And then things start to change. And then your pos- the, the possibility starts to feel like, okay, I can do it. So if you've been on a diet or any form of food restriction in efforts to control the size of your body, the thought of even eating food without counting calories, the thought of moving without feeling like you need to make up for the food you ate, or even just knowing how much to eat or how often or what kinds of foods to eat might sound really foreign until it's not. And this can happen in a split second for some people. Other people, it might take a little bit more. But I want you to imagine your current beliefs about food or your body, like a Jenga tower. If you've ever played Jenga, you know that tower is typically made off of little blocks. And let's just pretend those blocks are your thoughts, right? So for a belief that you have about food, it could be there are good or bad foods. And then the thoughts could be carbs are bad, sugar is bad, I should only eat vegetables. So these are all the thoughts that you have that strengthen that belief of good and bad foods. Healing your relationship with food and your body will require you to start pulling those blocks apart, one by one, little by little. And sometimes you may pull one block and three fall down at the same time. I see this happen in my clients. And usually where I see it the most is when they allow themselves to get comfortable with processing their emotions in a big way. Like my client, Victoria, who was worried that she had too many emotions. And then we started working on on her belief and her dominant thought was just, I'm too emotional. So then we unpacked that and then we found out anger used to be her default emotion and she'd silence herself because she had been conditioned not to speak up. So she had never known what it was like to work with anger. It was either she was quiet or she was on the other end of the spectrum, which often wasn't really healthy for her. But once she learned how to get curious and compassionate with that part of her that tended to default to anger, she started realizing that there were other emotions that were being masked by anger. We started unpacking those. And the interesting thing was that she was also looking for a different job and her concern was, I need to lose weight after I had a baby. So that was also running at the back of her mind. And in my practice, I take a weight neutral approach to health. So weight loss is not something I teach or coach my clients on. And we agreed that we're going to focus on creating confidence. Like we just decided, let's give it a try, right? Without needing to change anything in your life right now, is it possible for you to create the confidence you need to get a new job and love your life right now? Within weeks, she had gone from zero confidence to actually pitching herself to a recruiter on LinkedIn. (laughs) And I taught her how to start gathering evidence that she was confident. And she was very committed. So she went to work. She processed her emotions. She had some really big breakthroughs during that time. And then she just kept finding evidence. And every time we coached, she would bring new evidence. And in no time, she got an offer from this other company. And the day she told her boss... (laughs) which is where this story gets really funny. She was so shocked at how she was feeling. And of course, you know, her boss tried to see what they could do. She started second guessing her decision. And this is where I want to pause here and focus on. 
because when she came on the coaching call that day, even though she had a new job offer, she had told her boss she was leaving. She was confused and she was worried and she was feeling overwhelmed and she couldn't understand why. Naturally, you would think, yeah, she should be happy because this is what she wanted. But when you're cultivating new beliefs, when you're thinking new thoughts and things start to change, happiness can be very short-lived. And this is something that's quite normal for us as women because deep down, we think that things need to be hard for them to work out. We're not taught that it can just be easy. And that's why the overwhelm comes. So even though things are happening, things are positive, overwhelm comes in because your brain is like, what is happening? So you might not have someone physically trying to keep you in your old way of living, like my client's boss, but your brain will try to show you all the reasons why you're making a mistake. And this is typically where so many of us will see that overwhelm as a sign that we're doing something wrong. We've made the wrong choice. But it is just your brain thinking that this can't be so easy. So let's go find a problem. So in my client's case, she was already thinking, maybe I need to give them a second try. And we coached on that. For some of my clients who their bigger struggle is with food and their body, they might decide, well, let me just try this quick diet to help me get things moving faster. But we got to remember that nothing has gone wrong. There's no problem. This is just your brain doing its work. And you need to really just watch your brain carefully because you might end up spinning in confusion and then self-sabotaging because it's going to want you to go back to where it feels safe, where it feels normal, where it feels comfortable. So in Victoria's case, we just did a quick thought download of all the thoughts happening in her brain to get them out on paper and just give her the space to think clearly. Then we started just picking apart. Remember that Jenga tower? We pick apart what do you want to think? What's going to serve you in this season? What's not? And she really just started thinking about standing up for herself and getting comfortable with making that decision to leave her job. And then we coached her on how she wanted to show up in the conversation. And that made such a huge difference for her. So now I'm telling you this story because this behavior is going to show up for you. It's not just going to show up in health. It could show up in your relationships, in your parenting, maybe your job or your business. But the way it works, it's all the same. Things go well, even better than expected. Your brain freaks out. You start questioning yourself and trying to find a problem to solve. Here's your reminder that nothing has gone wrong. Your brain is doing its job. Rather than sitting in confusion and trying to find a problem to fix, I would encourage you to start noticing all the ways things are working right then and there. And I want to offer this. When you find yourself in that state, believe that everything that's happening is exactly like it was meant to. Find all the reasons why your decision is the best decision in that moment for you. And find the evidence to support that. Once you keep doing that, your brain, she's going to catch up eventually. But you're not going to wait because you have somewhere to go and you have goals to meet. All right, my friends, I hope this was very helpful. When things are feeling too good to be true, it's not a sign that the other shoe is going to drop. It's not a sign that something terrible is about to happen. 
it's happening exactly like it was meant to. So I'd love to know your thoughts from this episode. Come find me on Instagram. I'm at Olive and Bliss Wellness. And if you're needing support, let's talk over on a consult call. On that call, it's just very simple. You tell me where you might be struggling in your relationship with food and your body, where you would like to go, and we'll see how I can support you and lay out a plan to help you get there. And then you can decide whether coaching with me is your next best step. You can find all the details at oliveandbliss.ca forward slash coaching. Okay, mamas, I hope you have a beautiful week ahead. And as always, keep thriving. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, you've got to check out my free food freedom guide because it gives you practical steps you can take to let go of dieting, stop obsessing about food, and eat in a way that you enjoy. Get your food freedom guide at oliveandbliss.ca slash food freedom. And if you'd like to learn more about me and how I can support you to make peace with food and your body, then head on over to oliveandbliss.ca. I'm always rooting for you, my friend. Until next time, keep thriving.